how do you get along with people you don't like? That's a good question. How do you do that? Come find out on the next Dare to Be Better with Ray and Sid. Toodles. In three, two, welcome back, kids, to another episode of Dare to Be Better. And who are we? Ray and Sid. Which one am I? You're Sid and I'm Ray. I'm Sid and you're Ray. <laughs> Excellent. You know, we're going to confuse people because oh, you I could know. be a Ray. We did this week one. It's Get some new material, kids. This is not funny anymore. <laughs> it wasn't funny eight weeks ago. It's not funny this week. But we're back in New York. Welcome oh, back. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, no. I feel a little loopy. And was it a long flight? Yes. It was a well, it wasn't that bad. I watched a really good movie. Did I don't you? know what it's called. I just poke on things, but <laughs> the <laughs> She just pokes on things. Yeah, but the the landing, it was like we just fell out of the sky and the guy went. Boom. And it was horrible. Really? Yeah. I even sent out a little like shriek or something. Is that what it's called? A shriek? <laughs> I don't know. A yelp? <laughs> uh, oh, it was just terrible. Terrible. And then I had a girl sitting next to me. A sweet girl. I don't want to say anymore. That's all. Sweet girl. Doesn't matter. I flew in back to New York on Monday, and I actually had a very, very uh, pleasant flight both ways. Mm. Yeah, just had needed a couple of days in Fort Lauderdale just to chill. Yeah, yeah it was, good for it you. Nice. But uh, yeah, no uh, horror stories with flights. No kids kicking my seats. See, that's no, lovely. Uh, and you know that brings us right into what we wanted to talk about tonight. We actually are now taking your advice, your email, your feedback. You, the listener. Oh, yeah. The Watcher, Tracy, Dover, Delaware. Dover, Delaware? Dover, Is Delaware. that where Dover chocolates come from? I don't know. There's, there's a... Is there a Dover chocolate? <laughs> Wait, where do Dover chocolates come from? Is there a Dover chocolate? I don't know. <laughs> you just asked me. I know. Who's I'm... on first? <laughs> I don't know. Show's over, kids. We're going home. Book an earlier flight. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, you can't. You're going to take your life in your hands. We'll have to get a new pilot before you can get I out know of it. town here. I'm so sorry. I really did just get off the plane. She's loopy. She really is jet lagged. And I put it right to work. I know. Okay. But I'm you. ready. You are ready. <gasps> I was, I had a great segue and everything. And you just erected me. Ah, dang it. Start again. Pretend okay. like we didn't do anything. Go ahead. That's okay. Three, two. No, I was just mentioning how um, there were no kids kicking my seat, but this week, Tracy from Dover, Delaware, suggested we do a show on how to get along with people you don't like. Yeah. I mean, we're not cutting any corners. We're just cutting right to the chase. We're not mincing words. Not difficult people. It's just people you just don't like. Yeah. And you just don't like them. 
Now, is there a way to get along with yes. people you don't like? There are. I have ways. Some are legal, <laughs> I think. But, um, well, Sid, you have the floor. We're going to take advantage of you since you're loopy. You're going to give some great answers. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's going to be unfiltered. So this is great radio, TV, what have you. Yeah, and I want them to know that you and I, you know, Ray and I don't sit and discuss these emails before they Mm-mm. come in. No, they're fresh this way. Mm-hmm. We're not rehearsing anything. This is not scripted, as you can tell, obviously. Clearly. And then he just sort of tells me right here, right mm-hmm. now, what it is. And we go from there. So, just saying that. Okay, so this is what I would say to Full that. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. <clears throat> so, my daughter has a friend mm-hmm. who his parents are not outstanding parents. Okay, now... I don't like to judge, but, you know, I I do have some awareness when I'm looking at a good parent, an okay parent, and a real crappy parent, okay? I think he has basically crappy parents. So, we were talking about, because I do think that it's really important for him to have a relationship with his parents. Right. Even though they may not be great parents. Um, The mother is something else. Just the and when things, you say something else, I mean, she's... The things I've heard her say to him, mm-hmm. the words she's called him, um, those kind of things. I, I just can't even imagine. Now, is it balanced with love? Is it balanced no. with any, any nurturing? No, it's just no. all one-sided. And her friend, you know, my daughter's friend, he'll say to his mom, I hear it because she's on speaker, right? Oh, right. I'll hear him say, Mom, I love you. Never, never hear I love you back, you know, that kind of thing. That's terrible. So, I was talking to him about um, which parent he felt like he could have a relationship with. And he goes, well, I just don't really like either of them. So, this is how we kind of got into this, is that I think it's really important. You know, you and I have both talked about people that we've done business with or Mm. that we know that we simply don't like. And it's part of life. It's part of being out in the world. And... I do believe if you can find a way to put them in their lane, okay? So that means figure out what what are they good at, right? Whatever that is, what do they bring to the table? Keep them in their lane. It's sort of like me asking, I don't know, asking my daughter for a million dollars and then being upset that she doesn't give me a million dollars. Well, she doesn't own it. People only give what they own, right? right? So if you can figure out what somebody quote-unquote owns – Keep them in their lane. Make sure that they're doing what they do. And then accept the gift that they give you, whatever that is. Now, we've talked, I've talked to him about this. They are his parents. That's partly the gift they give, right? right. Uh, the father is a little easier to get along with. And so, when he, when the father is on his game, we talked about the things that he brings to the table. So, it really is learning to keep someone in their lane. And then when someone gifts you with what they can give you because they own it, then you got to accept it with gratitude and take that gift. Because again, if you look for somebody to give you a million dollars and they don't own the million dollars, you're always going to be disappointed. And I think I'm sweating to death all of a sudden. Yeah, there's a lot of lights in here. (laughs) Well, there's no blackout this week. You'll notice that the last four shows that we had were dubbed the blackout sessions because we literally did those shows during a power outage in the building. And we had to scrounge for like <sighs> generator power and oh battery powered. Thank God these laptops have batteries that work. And I know. yeah, uh, this the color was 
interesting. And you'll notice the backdrop we used from the last couple of um, mm-hmm. intros. You yeah. like you like the decor? Sid, like Sid just painted it herself. I did. I just got done. It's I got off the plane. Wet. I painted yeah. it. And Don't touch it. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of light in here. So we yeah. tried to make sure that we overcorrected. Yeah. But, um, but, you know. So what do you think? What do you think? How do you get along with someone you don't like? Because that's what this world is made up of. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you, you don't like. that dynamic has changed since like the second and third grade for me, where if you didn't like a kid, you could beat him up. Sure. You know, and that was acceptable <laughs> back in 1978 or, you know, yeah. whenever. And uh, you're saying we can't do that any longer. I certainly can't sure. do that. Yeah. That's strange. Yeah. Um, first of all, you know, I like my chances against the average Joe. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because if you hit a certain age, it's just not acceptable to hit someone you don't like. Correct. I've had... Um, an instance where I was could have been road rage. Oh, um, somebody cut me off. Okay, and um, no one happened. Oh, I wasn't going fast enough for somebody. That's what it was. Oh, maybe I was behind you. <laughs> Leadfoot Hall. <laughs> Gotta watch you in that jeep. I know. No, this this guy comes up behind me. Now we're at a traffic light, so there's two lanes. Okay, and I pull along. He pulls along side of me okay and you know now we're looking at each other uh, and he must have been like 70 years old and he was gangly zero yeah and he was like an older guy and you know he already had the tough front like he had already like he was about to confront me no matter what okay and then i rolled down the window and smiled at him oh and i wasn't some lady and i wasn't some simp right. i wasn't some like you know little sap but he tried to keep the you know tough exterior going because now he has to keep that momentum yeah. but his trash talk wasn't making any sense because he didn't want to really upset me and have me come uh, out of the vehicle yeah but at first you know i asked him what what his problem was and he's like well you gotta learn how to drive you weren't driving fast enough and i tried to explain that i was letting somebody in as a courtesy and he wasn't hearing it right he got me to the point where i thought you know what i could take this guy drag him out of his truck leave him there for dead but there's lights there's lights on the uh, traffic or there's cameras on the traffic light besides like you just don't want to you can't do that as an adult no you're gonna be a dateline episode yeah so I just you know I just kind of simmered quickly I just swallowed I took a breath and I said you know what I said God loves you I said some of us might think you're a uh, can I can I use uh, I don't even know the language we're allowed to use on this show I don't know I don't know where this goes I basically said... You're the producer. You could just edit your own... (laughs) Exactly. I basically said, you know, some of us might think you're an a-hole, but God loves you. Right. I said, have a great day. I winked at him, and I drove off. Oh, that was nice. Well, yeah, it's a lot better than it could have, uh, Uh you know, resulted in... God knows. It was just... Yeah. Well, and I think also part of getting along with somebody you just don't like... Again, this takes a lot of self-control, but... To be able to step back and realize that the individual that's standing in front of you, again, only owns certain things, mm-hmm. right? You give what you own. I can't express that enough. So if this person who's, and I, I have a couple of faces in my head, <laughs> but if this person only owns negativity or anger or hatred or frustration, whatever those things are, those things are the things they're giving to you and those things that they give to you is it always a personal attack majority of the time it's not a personal attack right it's usually because these people are so miserable 
in their own life because we've already had a show about this point of view because their point of view is really soured it's really based upon all the things they don't want all the things they're angry about but if if and that's hard to say but if a person if you can just take a deep breath and look at really look at the person and i'm a firm believer in this too like if i ask you ray um how to put a filling in my mouth right you're not a dentist I'm not a dentist we talked about that on the last episode that, yeah that's have a just dentist on craziness call. so you also have to take into account that you only want to take valued information from the person that really can give you the educated information if someone's throwing you vomit i know oh shoot again with the vomit <laughs> if someone's throwing you stuff that you just don't agree with well half of the time if you look at them you got to go well they don't own anything they really don't own education they really don't know what they're giving to me they don't know what they're pushing out at me so i'm going to take that as a zero right. i'm not going to get angry i'm just going to take it as a zero because they really aren't educated in what they're giving me i'm giving you another example see now i'm starting to wake up because now this is what i'm saying (laughs) we hit a nerve kids is that also when and i say this to my girls all the time when someone gives you information you must step back and look at who's giving you the information and are they educated in the area in which they're giving you information if they're not you can just take a deep breath let them say whatever they're gonna say walk away and chalk it up as a zero so when someone gives you something it is not mandatory that you own it you see what i'm saying yeah you know what you bring up a point about um point of view and uh you know i there was a there was a small part of me that thought maybe this guy had a death wish and maybe he had a bad day and maybe he figured out somebody will you know pull me out of my truck and just end me right who the hell knows i mean why would you do that and it, there, there was, he, he had the, oh, you know what it was? He basically said, are you going to do something about it? That's what it was. Mm, so he basically so called me out, yeah, you. to see what but I But he was do. 70 something years old. Right. Well, you never know. He might have had a gun in his lap. He That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It just looked way too easy. It's like this guy is either a Kung Fu master or like I said, he might be crazy. Or a Bowie knife gun. in his lap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. That's right. So I, I was talking to my girlfriend the other day because I think people in general think that when, if I say something mean to you, Ray, it doesn't mean you have to own it, right? She's always mean to me. I am. I'm always saying mean things to him. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, what I'm saying is that if I give you something, push you something, you get to have control of your life and you get to determine, do I like that? Does that fit me? Do I want to own it? If you do, you take it. If you go, that's a bunch of crap. That's a total lie about me. Then you can go, I, I just don't own that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to accept it. And you don't verbally have to say anything. You just become oil to water. And the, <clears throat> sorry, I have, I have to cough. No, I don't. Okay. We have so, the cough button now. Okay. okay. I know how to use it. Yes. The, the power behind that is you're in control of your life. You don't own anything you don't choose to own. No one gets to tell you who you are or what you are. And then you then go, well, if that's what they think about me, that's fine. But I'm not owning it. And I'm going to tell you, majority of negative people who are angry and hateful are looking for the low flying buzzard, right? Mm -hmm. The person they can push all their crap on and see who will own all their junk for them. So they don't have to do any growing. 
right? Well, here's here's another uh, another way to look at this too, because I'm talking about a situation, and I've done this a lot, like walk away from confrontations at a bar, or you know something you know is going to get you in a lot of trouble. Right. That's easy because it's a one-time thing. You're right. not going to see this person again in all likelihood. What about somebody you work with? Somebody, I know. or like like I said, this this friend's parent. I keep hitting this thing. Um, somebody you have to deal with on a daily basis. Someone at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Someone who checks out your groceries. Mm-hmm. The crossing guard. Mm-hmm. That person you just know you're going to confront every day. How do I deal with this person again? Again. There's the difference because now you have to at least manage that skill, some type of diplomacy, and you just have to be able to. Um, how would you do it? Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, again, I talk about this firm where I used to work, and there were two, actually two individuals there that I, they didn't like me, and I didn't like them. And I told you about the one that I worked for 12 months, and right. she finally gave me the cake. The cake, yes. Mm-hmm. There was another one, 12 months also. And um, finally at the 12th month, but what I do, and I, I go in calculated every morning. I don't just wander into work and hope I can get along with these people. It has to be a deliberate process. So I get up in the morning. I know I have to go handle and deal with these people. So I prepare. I do prepare like what I'm going to talk to them about. For example, oh my gosh, I love the jeans. There was a day that the second girl I'm talking about was wearing some amazing jeans. I'm like, man, love those jeans. Where did you get them? So she's going to give me a little information. Amazon. Cool. Would you give me, you know, the name? Because I really want to buy some of those jeans. You look fabulous in them. Then I go about my day. But that's a real deliberate thing. So I don't ever, if I have to go do business with someone I don't like, I'm going to be deliberate. I'm going to prepare to handle the day with them. Not just, not just tolerate them. But how am I going to be able to be me and kind of like cushion it a little bit? And that's usually what it is. I'm going to prepare to give them one plus every day. You know, that distraction with the compliment works very, very well with guys, too. Because, you know, I've been in situations where I've had to work security at parties, mm-hmm. uh, watch the door at certain places. I'm not a big, big guy, but, you know, I'm nuts. Mm-hmm. Enough you are. Where <laughs> you are. If, yeah, push came to shove. No, in all seriousness, um, I, you have to learn how to diffuse a situation and you know as you're as you're becoming more aggressive with somebody obviously you know we're men so we challenge each other the testosterone takes over and you know we're we just want to one-up each other nobody wants to walk away looking like a chump right so and you know we outgrow this for the most part at our age, but mm-hmm. not always. And there's liquor involved, and it okay. just gets messy, you know. It's a disaster. Right. You're trying to impress a girl. It's just it's just one thing after another. It's yeah. just, it could get really, really ugly. But right. I've done this on the subway, where you've had somebody who was maybe a little bit unstable or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just, hey, I love that shirt. You know, yeah. I got the same one at home. You know, little things that we just, they're not expecting it. Mm-hmm. You play up to their ego, and you just basically kind of pet the ego. Yeah, absolutely. You you basically come into the back door, and they weren't expecting it. I I gotta move this thing. I keep hitting this. Okay, it's in a different spot. Yeah. Who is the producer of this show? We are having some problems. Oh man. (laughs) And I'm sitting here. I'm not jet lagged. I've been back a week. I know. (laughs) 
I feel like I have to have a little cough, though I don't need to cough. I mean, I'm just, I'm apologizing. I don't really know what I'm doing. But um, just to finish the point, you know, that will definitely, it it almost seems, almost always seems to work where Mm -hmm. if you do diffuse a situation and (laughs) there's a cough. You know, any self-respecting show would edit this out. You're keeping it. You're getting it. I couldn't even hit the cough button. You didn't give me any notice. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to cough. Okay, I'm sorry. I was so listening to you. How do you deal with you? people you don't like? How am I dealing with Sid right now? I've got 10 more minutes with her. How am I, I going to manage this? Sit. Okay. I don't like your cough. I'm so sorry. You don't like the way I'm bumping this microphone. We don't like each other. How are we going to deal with each other? This is going to be the longest nine minutes of your life. I'm in change. But I am going to agree with you that that little bit of sugar for mm. someone you don't like, it adds up to a lot. Yeah. It diffuses them. It just mm-hmm. catches them off guard. And they're like, oh. Yeah, and they well, may never you. say thank you. They may do what they these other two women would do. They would literally turn around. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. I have two neighbors that I have waved to I don't know how many times. I have one of those. And these people just look at me and then they have that strength to turn their back and walk away. How can you do that when someone's like, hello, waving? So I just keep waving. I am going to just keep waving. I'm going to break you. I will break you. You will wave to me. And I just smile, you know. But it's just absolutely, you have to work harder at not smiling, not interacting, and not waving than you do if you just gave me a wave. Well, some people are just psychologically broken or, or you know, under repairs, and they just yeah. they just don't <clears throat> feel like engaging in pleasantries because they're not feeling pleasant. Like you said, they're not happy. Yeah. So sometimes, yeah, you can distract people. You can um, work your magic that way. But if it's somebody who you would think, oh, I'll just get a wave back, and we can't take that personally, you know? It's not there. It's not your fault. Right. Well, I am going to say this also. I do believe people are getting ruder, 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 ruder. And my friend says that to me all the time. He's like, people are getting worse. I'm like, no, it's just that he's like, no, they're getting worse. I think so. And I think it's from the COVID thing and all this other stuff, because I think what happens is people have been stuck in their own home. They get stuck in their own thoughts. They get stuck in their own problems and they're no longer working to look outside themselves. They're just looking at me, 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 me. I mean, I can't tell you how many times people can't even wave to you when you let them in, you know, into traffic, just the simplest things or say thank you when I open the door for you. You know, that kind of thing. I don't know where I came from that. Anyway, it's just about people that you just are like, hey, I don't like you. But I think the the strongest thing a person can do is if you can take a deep breath and really just look, step back and look at the person who's delivering the crap to you and go, they don't own anything else. I kind of, you say it in your own head. Right. I kind of have pity for them. Well, you know, they've gotten more brazen in a lot of ways because... Everybody's been dealing with each other online, and it's a lot easier to be brave online. Yes, and rude and, and, and rude. crude and all of those things. And absolutely merciless in some cases. I mean, cyberbullying mm-hmm. has become the big thing over the last 10, 20 years. Yeah. And, 
you know, they always talk about internet courage. Yeah. It's kind of like liquid courage when you drink too much. Yeah. You know, it's not really, you wouldn't do that to somebody in person. You would never go nose to nose with somebody and scream racist or homophobe or, or whatever, uh, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And you get knocked out and you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah, you're not supposed to do that. But if somebody cold cocks you, you know, after being spun around and uh, very basically verbally assaulted, you know, mm-hmm. you just you can't do that. It's yeah. just, uh, I don't know. I mean, I liked it better when we wrote letters and we called people on the phone and we went out for drinks together. Yeah. And we still do that. But there needs to be more of that. Yeah, I, I think you're right. People, and a lot of people have been, you know, keeping themselves prisoner in their own home way before any of this, uh, yeah, whatever stuff was going on yeah. last year or two. It's been five, ten years with Xbox and everything else. I don't see kids on the street playing stickball anymore. I, I don't know see kids. It. I barely see them on the soccer field. I know at parks, but I mean, every block mm-hmm. you would have kids playing wiffle ball in the street, street hockey. Um, tag just anything you just don't see it like you did you know and people say well I don't want my kids getting abducted listen you and I grew up in the 70s and 80s I'm gonna abduct you (laughs) exactly if we got abducted when we were kids we were gone Mm -hmm. now the kids have cell phones in their pockets yeah so listen the human tracking devices yeah and nobody was gonna kidnap me because my mom always said (laughs) I would wait and then the ransom to take you back would just absolutely break them monetarily and spiritually so i wasn't worried oh my gosh yeah that's crazy yeah were you a good kid growing up me yeah yeah you were you had to be Mm. dad wouldn't uh Mm -mm. he wouldn't see to it no 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 and um you know as children you test your parents of course i just had to test once (laughs) that's all it took Mm -hmm. and he never hit any of us but he'd give you that look oh Oh, I got hit. My mom and dad both <clears throat> beat me. Like, uh, not that, terribly, but well, I mean... Well, that answers it, a lot of things. Yeah. It kept me in line. Honestly, you know, I don't think spanking is the answer to everything, but, I mean, kids have gotten out of control these days. Yeah. In a lot of ways, in a lot of cases. So, you know, who am I? I'm one parent. Yeah. I've never had to really spank my daughter. That's I got good. lucky. Mm-hmm. But if I had me as a son, you know... <clears throat> things could be different. Yeah, talk to me then. Yeah. Yeah. But it did keep me out of prison and it gave me a healthy respect for authority and for consequence. Yeah. So there's something to be it's... said for hard discipline. Well, yeah. Nowadays, you you want to punish a kid, take away their phone, just turn up the service. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's better than any spanking you can give them. Yeah. It's true. That's how you deal with kids you don't like. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now I think overall, I think you're right. Kill them with kindness when you can. That's correct. If you can't do that, disengage. Keep your distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and try. be aware of who you're dealing right. with. When you do have to deal with somebody, try to keep it as pleasant as possible, as professional as mm-hmm. possible. If it's at your job, you're there for yeah. a reason. You're not there to make friends. You're there basically to do your job. Yeah. You don't have to be friends of the whole world or no. be the most popular person at the table at, you know, at lunchtime. And you don't have to go do things with them after work. Right. None yeah. of that. Just, you know, do your gig. Give a plus. Just yeah. give one plus a day and, and move on. And it is hard. So when when you put in that situation real time, it's hard. Because we oh, have yeah. egos and we have feelings. And, you know, we don't want to be put upon in, uh, you know, in ways where people are making you feel like 
you know, I'm trying with this person. And why are you being such a jerk? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think most of the time it is them. They're just having a bad day, bad month, bad year, bad marriage. Life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My life is just terrible right now. Yeah. And uh, and they project it. You know, they, they want everyone to be miserable. That is true. Because you yeah. give what you own. I can't say it enough. You do you say Give that. what you own. Uh, any last thoughts? we got about two minutes here. Mm-mm. I... I apologize. I feel like I have to cough. I haven't felt like I had to cough. Turn around. I'll do. I'll, I'll hit the cough button. Okay, ready? I'm ready. I got it. Did you? I did. Okay. See? We worked together. But, I like Sid again. Did you like me? Yes, okay. but the cough didn't relieve anything. I still feel it. It's very odd. Well, we're almost done. I'll get you a cup of tea after this. Okay. All and right. a break? And a break. I'll you even know, give you a break. I love to have a break. See? I like you again. I love having breaks. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel like I didn't bring as much magic to well, this to this discussion as I think often as I bring the magic. <laughs> the magic, you know what they say about showing up is more than half, right? I have no idea what that means. No? No. We'll have to look it up together. I don't know what that means at all. Do you think Sid did a good job? I do. That's so sweet. I was sitting here bumping my mic, and you were coughing, and uh, you know, oh, no. we get them entertained anyway. Mm-hmm. But truth be told, you're for the rest of our lives, we're all going to run into people we don't like mm-hmm. and people who don't like us. Right. It's as simple as that. We all don't need to be friends, but if we can be cordial, be cordial. Right. Be polite. Um, I think that you just disengage, like you said, to people that that are not like gelling with you you don't have to buddy up to him you can no. disengage but if you do get a moment to give one little plus there's nothing wrong with giving a plus to someone right right and especially someone who is unhappy uh certainly they probably don't hear a plus very often so getting that little bit of sugar once in a while nothing's wrong with that and i think part of getting along with people you don't like is just understanding you my dad would say this all the time dj you don't want everyone liking you. That's Mm-mm. true. And, you know, it took me a very, very long time, probably well into my 30s, I'm ashamed to say, to realize you don't have to be a people pleaser. Oh, and it no. really would wreck my day if, like, somebody was angry with me or upset with me. And now I just realize, hey, you know what? You can be upset. Mm-hmm. A couple days from now, you won't be upset. You'll be fine. Right. It's one thing you just kind of grow into. You get more comfortable in your own skin, you know. Yeah. One day you'll be 40, right? Yeah. yeah one of these one days. Day. <laughs> one of these days and... They have short memories. They don't remember. No, they don't remember. And I've learned some things, though, that that you've taught me. And I can't say them here, but there's just certain words that you can just say and certain <laughs> phrases that you say. Now they know. <laughs> yeah. And you just all of a sudden feel better. But you don't have to say it to a person. You could right. just say it to your own self. And done. I feel so much better. Exactly. <laughs> See? Well, believe it or not, this 30 minutes is up. Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm going to bring the magic, though, next time. And I'm not, I'm going to, like, I'm going to have, like, a lozenge or something so that maybe I think I don't have to cough. Because what am I coughing for? I don't know. You know, it's, it could be the change of the atmosphere, too. You were high altitude, and now you're in New York. And gosh. And the way we landed, it was like this freaking pilot first time flying. It's like we just fell out of the sky and i did i let out a yelp sure that sounded happens. like a little piglet 
let out a yelp. And then I had to put my hand on my head. I'm like, oh, jeez. It was terrible. Anyway. <laughs> With that, that's a, that's. <laughs> I guess as good a way to end this as uh, Annie. <laughs> I wouldn't call this lackluster. I would call this uh, just different. <laughs> and I was just noticing as if I'm not. I think I was slouching a little. <laughs> I'm sitting back. I've got my legs into the table. I've got. I'm just kind of sitting like a lowrider. <laughs> Gosh, I was almost looking at you through this thing. That's, that's not what that's for. That's we okay. should we should what is it called? Chime off? Yeah, we should cut our losses, right? <laughs> Pull the plug, shoot the dog, show the crowd some mercy here. Shoot the dog. It's from old Yeller. It's not I don't mean a healthy dog. I mean, you know, a dog who's sick. Put him in a, put him out of its misery. We'll put the show out of its misery. Okay. Thank you. I think they had a good time. And if not, write in. And of course, you know who gets the bad news. Right, of course. Okay. Okay. But hey, listen, I had a great time with you. I Me always too. do. Me too. And we helped somebody today. Did we? <laughs> uh, Tracy in Dover, Delaware, you let us know if uh, we answered your question. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Kids, I hope you come back next week. Always remember, dare to be better. With Ray and Sid. We'll see you soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for checking us out. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to this channel and please tell your friends. We'd also love it if you headed over to daretobebettershow.com for tons of cool photos, extras, and a chance to shop for some sweet show swag. <laughs> say that five times fast. I can barely say it once. If you keep coming, we'll keep delivering. Thanks again.